What year would this be? This is from Watch the Throne. 2011, I think. 2010? Made in America. Sweet baby Jesus. Jay-Z, Kanye West, Frank Ocean. You gotta get... You don't know this album enough, eh? You know you're uh, in Paris? Yeah. You know you're... What's the other big hit from Watch the Throne? Just don't know enough. There's so many great songs on this album. Mundus doesn't know either. Mundus yeah. was 10 when this came out. <laughs> I don't know, man. I hear Kanye's voice now. It makes me like, I, I really don't like that guy. Really? Yeah. Well, luckily, Jay-Z raps on this song, too. So maybe, maybe yeah. you'd like that but, uh, part you better. Know, there's lots of Jay-Z songs I can listen to that don't involve Kanye West. And it's not to say I didn't like Kanye musically. His personality just turns me off to a point where I, I can no longer like his music. Can't appreciate just, him anymore. Yeah, I can't appreciate him anymore. I know he's a genius. I know he's really hyper-intelligent. But he just the way he carries himself... Uh, he's one of those people that I just have no time for anymore. Drives you nuts. Drives me crazy. Like buying a pre-owned car. <laughs> Honestly, oh I can God. think, Tucker's in the process of like looking at buying a used car right now. I can think of nothing more that I hate doing than shopping for a fucking oh, car. God. I hate it because, you know, it's the worst investment you can make. They always say that, you know, if you can avoid buying a car altogether... More power to you because what a waste of money. As soon as you drive yeah, it off the lot, it's worth like half of what you got it for. Well, not half. I mean, it depends what kind of car you buy. A car is always, it's, it's worth half if you want to trade it in for another car. But if you sold it privately, which is what you need to do if you want to get max value for your vehicle, is you got to sell it privately. It's such a headache to do that. It's though. a headache. So that's why I like to pick a car that I'm going to drive for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. My last car, I drove it for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I had 288,000 kilometers on it. It owed me nothing. Mm-hmm. It yeah. cost me, cost me. I think it was $39,000 for 10 years. Why didn't you so just drive that car into the ground? Because if I was going to get anything for it, now is the time. Right. If I didn't sell it now... I would have uh, got. I would have literally had to like give it to one of those charities that gives you a tax receipt at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So I got rid of it. I thought I'd uh, you know buy the exact same car, but then I found out there's going to be a brand new version of that car in the spring. I don't want to be the guy who buys the iPhone 11 three weeks before the iPhone 12 comes out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, who cares? If the iPhone 11 works great for you, what do you need the 12 for? Well, Because the 12 in this case looks a hell of a lot it better. It looks way the better. Does and it? then I realized I don't even like the iPhone 11 because <laughs> the 12 looks so good. And I like to buy a car that's at least a year or two old. Yeah. Because I just, I, you save some money doing that. Yes. And so when there's a new model coming out in the spring... It's like, ah, oh God, I don't, I gotta wait now a year and a half. So it's I, just everything about cars sucks to me. Well, I'll give you a perfect <laughs> example of what really pissed me off yesterday when okay. I was shopping for a car. I found a car I liked, I was ready to buy it on the spot. Uh, we were trying to agree upon a price. The guy, you know, brought to me a, brought me a price. I'm like, that's not gonna work. Okay. I need, but if you can incorporate like a roof rack and winter tires, I can make that price now work. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. So he came back with like a counter price. Okay. Because I think, you know, I couldn't do it for any more than like, uh, this is sort of what we need to make it happen. Sure. So at the time I'm like, look, that probably is fair. Yeah. But it's not enough to get me to sign right now. Yeah. You're the first place I've been. 
I got like four places I could go You're to gonna today. You're going to shop around. going to just go look. And I, I may be calling you back. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that offer. Mm-hmm. Um, so you left. So I left. Went to another place. Saw a car. It was a little banged up for mm-hmm. something that was only like a year and a half old. Okay. So I was like, God, I called this guy back. I said, well, if you could do like, uh, I think I wanted... Uh, 1200 less than what he was saying we could do it at. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, let's meet in the halfway point, whatever. And I said, well, let me talk to my manager. And he came back and he told me, based on the, the price he'd given me, to now he gets back on the phone and goes, yeah, now we can only do uh, this. And it was uh, like 25, no, it was $3,500 more than the price he had written in pen on the uh, paper in front of me no. at the dealership. I'm so like, wait up. a second. What, what what just happened here? A second ago, you told me, you know, an hour ago, you told me this price. And he goes, oh, that was the price I thought I could get for you. Mm-hmm. But my manager says I can't. I was just like, why did you fucking waste my time mm-hmm. with this stupid, like, game? Just tell me the lowest price you can get me, and then I'll decide if I'm going to buy it or not. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, playing games with me. He's playing games And with then you. I found out, I was looking at a demo, and yeah. he kept saying, it's like, it's a new car. It's a new car. I'm like, it's not a new car. It's been on the road. And he's like, well, it'll be registered to you as the first owner. So you'll be the first owner. So it's like a new car. I said, yeah, but the car's been on the road for 11 months. Uh huh. It so went through, through an the entire winter. winter. Yeah. It has 12,000 kilometers. Yeah, but you'll be able to, when you resell it, tell people that you're the first owner and that's worth something. Oh. So I was like, well, that doesn't seem ethical. <laughs> like, why would I tell someone like... You know, what, you want me to pretend? You're telling me I basically I can pretend that I bought this car new and then sell it. Oh. But then I later found out that anyone who bought the car from me would see that when the ownership changed into my name, that it had 12,000 kilometers on it mm-hmm. and that it had a life before me. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if the guy who drove the car before me was like an employee of the dealership. And which is what the case was. Mm-hmm. Or somebody else who had it for years. Somebody else drove that car for 12 months. Yeah. So don't start tr- trying to sell me on this idea that it's new. Oh, we've already discounted it by like $4,000. I'm like, yeah, from a price of a brand new car. Mm-hmm. It's not brand new. It's Stop trying to new. fucking pedal it like it's a new car. It's not. <sighs> well, because the warranty will be new when we sign it. It's like, great. But it's been on the road for 12 months. So it's not like spinning it the yeah. spinning and the you know, the fact just, that they have to get up and go see the manager every time <laughs> you're trying to like I hate that get something done I hate oh, that I'm like well what about if you uh, you know throw in a rack and give me the tires at your cost mm-hmm. so you're just not making money on them but I'm covering your cost of those tires sure let me go see the manager I'll be right back Do-do-do-do-do. and then they 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 just like disappear for 15 a minutes. A long time. The, co- the conversation in my mind is like, hey, uh, he wants the tires at cost if we like maintain that price. Can we do that for him? Uh, yes yeah? or no. Okay, thanks. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's, if, if we really didn't need to see the manager, that's how quick the conversation should be. Wow. But they yeah, play there's these. There's a lot of buildup. There's a lot of buildup. They play these games where yes. they're just like fucking with you trying to. So you have to fuck right back with them. You got to do the yeah. old. You got to do, you did the walkout. That's good. Then you walk back in and then you walk out again. Well, no, I, I'm just done with these people. Cause then they're like, okay, well we can do, uh, we can't do your price. We'll do the price we're offering, but we'll throw in the floor mats. I'm like, well, when did the floor mats, when were they never included? Like 
I was buying this car under the impression that the floor mats were included. Right. Every yeah, person yeah, yeah. I know who's ever bought a demo didn't pay extra for floor mats. That's maybe something when you're buying a new car is a cost. You better make did sure you, that the- Did you, okay, you bought a car. Yes, I did. Were the floor mats extra? No. It was a brand new car, practically. Practically brand new, but yeah. it was uh, it had been bought and used for a year okay. by somebody. So it was 16,000 kilometers on it. Wasn't technically a demo, um, then. I, I actually basically almost bought it because of the floor mats. I loved them so much. Yeah. And, uh... Well, it just, <laughs> it never came up. You know, like if 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 just tell me how much this fucking car costs. Yeah, they can't do that. It would be great if it was all like written out and there wasn't like a, a revolving price based on who comes in the door. Yeah, well, because uh, what happened was when he came back to me and he's like, "Oh, it's going to be pretty much full price." I was like, "Okay, well, I found the exact same car somewhere else, and it's two thousand dollars less. So suck on that." <laughs> I'm like, did you say suck on no, that? No, but I was like, so at least I have a baseline now. The only difference was the color, and right. it actually had been driven less because it was at fewer kilometers. It had only been on the road for six months instead of 11. It didn't you, go through a winter. Mm. And, uh, and he said, oh, well, it's $2,000 less because it's blue and not black. Mm. I'm like, well, what does that mean? Well, blue's easier to, or black's easier to sell than blue. Right. I'm like, okay, well, I hope you're telling everyone that when they buy a blue car at your dealership, that right off the lot, your car is going to be worth $2,000 less because of the color you chose. Mm-hmm. Bet you they're not. No. Because it's bullshit. <laughs> you would be the worst guy to deal with, too. No, I'm not, actually. I'm pretty fair. I'm like, no, give me I mean, a fair price. Yes, but It's when you start playing games with me that exactly. it drives me nuts. Like, None of my games will work with you. you That's what's frustrating. Your employee gave me a price, uh-huh. and now that price doesn't exist anymore. That was a, an imaginary price. Right. He just came. He should have run that one by the manager. Well, he apparently did. He came back after seeing the manager with that number written down on a piece of paper. Huh. And then he said, oh, yeah, no, I can't get that price. That was just a price I thought I could get. I'm like, oh, now you're playing fucking games with me. Screw off. Yeah. I, and I said, I basically ended it with like, you know what? When he started throwing in, well, we'll, we'll throw in the floor mats. I'm like, you never said the floor mats would be extra in any of our other conversations. Now you're playing games. I'd rather pay $1,000 more somewhere else than give you guys anything. You said that? Yeah. I said, I'd rather pay $1,000 somewhere else <laughs> than give you my business. Wow. And what happened? Well, then, and you walked then away? the manager sent me an email oh, okay. trying to explain the pricing policy, blah, blah, blah. But it was all bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, he's trying to save face. That's when you want to walk out and you hope the door slams, but it never does. It's always like a a soft close close and you're like, damn it. I wanted to have an effect when I left. And I I know I sound like I'm being a little whiny. I just a bit whiny. But I, you know what? This whole idea, like they can basically, you know, he was essentially telling me I can hide the fact that the car was on the road for 12, almost 12 months before I owned it. I thought that was really unethical because I would never sell a car Mm -hmm. pretending that I got it brand new. Yeah. Right. Because they can find out when it was plated in Ontario if Mm -hmm. they want. Mm Mm-hmm. So and what did like, the manager say to that? You're well, like, I didn't get into that with him. Mm, now that's like, that's just old. me. That's just like, I when I sold my car to your friend, yeah. I was honest about everything. Yes. I'm not going to, you know, I yeah. said I bought it off a guy, like it was a lease return. Mm-hmm. I bought it in 2010. It's a 2008, probably put on the road late 2007. Mm-hmm. You know, like I didn't hide anything. Yeah, but that's why it's great to buy a car from somebody you know and you can trust. Yeah, but I think. Uh, just like uh, these people are always trying to spin, spin, spin. Yeah. 
I know. That's what pisses me off. And they spin because most people are, you know, get bullied into it. Yeah. And they get attached. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, you get attached to a car. I I really want that one. Like, there isn't going to be another one in another month. I'm getting my truck fixed right now. Remember my whole roof fiasco? Yeah. Where I kind of squeezed. Oh, how much is that going to... Or do you not want to say? You know, I'm very, very lucky that I'm dealing with a guy named Sebastian from Car Stars in uh, Brantford. And, uh, you know, they're doing me a favor. They're helping me out with the price. They're being very honest about everything. And they are, are the only people that are acting like it wasn't such of a big deal. Everyone else is like, oh, oh look at that. Oh, boy. Gonna you're in trouble. To, yeah. have to cut that car in half, <laughs> buy a new front half, and attach it to the back yeah, half. Yeah, so there was, a, there was no, I, even the dealership wouldn't even give me a quote on it. Because I guess they just don't even want to do the work. Like, yeah. they just won't even give us a quote for it. But I will tell you, I feel much better about trashing the truck because I was talking to my girlfriend who has a truck and she's like, don't worry about it. I bang my truck up all the time. You're not supposed to be precious with a truck. It's a fucking pickup truck. You got to ram shit, you know? You're supposed to be, you see those commercials where they're doing donuts in a cow field and there's mud everywhere. You think they're being precious with a truck? You rip it. Do you know what the percentage of the population (laughs) of truck owners drive their truck that way like they do in commercials? (laughs) You got to rip it with the truck. How how many many, like uh, Jeeps do you see at the top of a mountain with a family (laughs) getting out in a kayak? Like that never happens in real life. Most I know, people those, are driving on city streets. You know that car commercial? I don't know what kind it is, but it, the guy's like got his skis and the surfboard in the back of the hatchback. He goes up to the top of the mountain, skis, and then somehow he's got the surfboard ready for when he gets down to the base. And now Maybe he's he dropped surfing. it off at the bottom. No, I don't know. I top. mean, it doesn't make sense to me. But hey, you know the the freedom you can get with a car. Yeah. It, all of a sudden, you're skiing and surfing in places you never dreamed. Is that what it's like in the vibe? In the vibe? Yeah. <laughs> What's your take on all this? You're like a car guy. I'm like a whiny bitch, right? Uh, I mean, like, I, I totally understand your frustrations, and, like, buying a car can be frustrating for sure. I remember when I bought the Corvette, I did a little back and forth with the, because I found it at a dealership secondhand. Oh, you did, eh? Yeah. Um, so I had to do some back and forth to try and get the price down and like, you know, get him to throw in a brand new set of like uh, tires for that car, which are also expensive because they're performance tires. Yeah. Mm. Though they were bald, the ones that were on the car. So like I get it, you know, and I walked away and I came back and I got the price a little lower. But at the end of the day, that was the car I wanted. And if I wanted it, like there was a yes. certain price I had to pay for yes, it. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Did he throw in the jacket? <laughs> was that Were the floor mats <laughs> extra at the end when you finally got the price you wanted because they're trying to get their money that they gave you back, to, you know, in their hands? Uh, the carpet floor mats came with the car. Oh, imagine. But no, uh, no weather, like snow floor mats. No, yeah. no, that didn't come with. Well. But yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know what to say. Like, it, it seems like you're in a position where you can wait a little bit longer to find that. Oh, that totally. Yeah, what's the rush? Yeah, it's so, not a rush. Like, and you're feeling all angry. Like, you're the one in the driver's seat. So at any moment, you don't have to buy the car. Walk away. Like, it's not the car for you if this guy's yeah, going to make yeah. it difficult. You're in control. You're not desperate for a car. And you should say that straight up. I did. I said, I, I don't really need a car till June. You know, my wife's working from home. Mm-hmm. We've so got you, one car. You never know. Like, he yeah. might call you back in a couple days because he's, like, low on sales for the month and yeah. he needs to bang one out. No way. I'm not taking one of his 
Bingo oh, really? Cars. Just on principle? <laughs> Even if he gives you, you, like, you know, another five grand off because he well, needs to sell a car? Gonna, it would never be five grand well, off. You, I'm not buying, like, a Ferrari or something. Ferrari. You know. Oh, God. Could you imagine? I, I wonder what those so- negotiations are like. Oh, they're the worst. You're buying a secondhand Ferrari. <laughs> All right, we've agreed 125000 but the floor mats are five hundred. If you're gonna go for that price, you know. I remember the first car I ever bought. I, you know, we were looking at like hatchbacks, and I went to eight different car dealerships, like the mall, Mazda, Ford, yeah. all of them. I went to all the because I didn't have a, I hadn't picked a car. And then the reason I ended up going with Subaru and I got an Impreza was because the salesman took me on like this back road for the test drive and told me to do like a donut. <laughs> It was like a gravel road. I'm like, really? He's like, watch this. See how tight it is. And he was right. Yeah, the WRX impresses a rally car. It was awesome. That car is jacked. I was like, this is awesome. I'm getting, this is the car. That would have been such a waste for you. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I don't know. Because you like, you're not, people who buy those cars are, you know, speed demons. Well, I was just like, all the other cars felt the same until I did that kind of unique test drive. I don't think those guys know how important the test drive part of it is, you Mm. know? Do something different. Take people somewhere else. Yeah, dirt track. Dirt track, man. The test drive is everything, man. It's everything. Before I bought the Corvette, I was test driving all kinds of sports cars. Mustangs, Camaros, just, just trying to get a vibe of what felt good. I hated everything. Like, everything felt floaty. Or the suspension was too loose, like, yeah. I, like, or even some of the new cars. Because I was instead of buying the Corvette, I was like considering like new Mercedes or new BMWs. Mm. And I, I hated wow. the way that they felt because it felt like the computer was driving the car and not me. There was this disconnect from the road, and that's personally what I wanted in a sports car. Yeah. As soon as I got in the Corvette, I felt like I was in a real sports car, and I was like, okay, yeah. I'm sold. Really? Uh, yeah. His eyes lit up. Okay, that's, that's interesting though that it was it was more of a research based thing because I thought you were bigger on the brand i do love corvettes but like if i got into the corvette and it drove like shit i wasn't gonna buy it mm-hmm. I, I i was also considering buying one of the new corvettes um and trading mine in selling it yeah and i went took it for a test drive i hated the way it drove it felt like a computer was driving the car mm. i couldn't feel the road it even though that car is faster it's called power steering <laughs> <laughs> don't people want their car to be driven by a computer isn't that like the, uh, no, the you, tesla he, self-driving car he Come wants on. it to be tight he wants the wheel to be a little hard to turn but still power steering you but know like you want to feel the road for sure but it, yeah. not even that like that new corvette's got more power and it's got more more top speed but when you slam the when you slam the gas pedal you floor it it's like that power is harnessed by the way the suspension in the computer sends that feedback to you sitting in the driver's seat mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like you're going fast yeah that's what i like about older cars is it, it feels more mechanical like there's, yes. there's a real connection to the car you can mm-hmm. actually feel all that yeah 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 wow. better hold on to that bad you should boy. take bundus with you car shopping yeah well it, it's not that i need help choosing a car I'm just trying to get a fair price. When I see one car and I see another one exactly the same at two dealerships that sell the same cars, and one car's 2000 less than the other, that becomes my new baseline. Right. And you're going to tell me that a car 
because it's blues worth 2000 less? Give me a break. Anyway. No, well, blues is a jabroni color, buddy. Well, that's why I didn't want it. <laughs> but that is, isn't that a thing? Like, I swear, like, if you have a red sports car, your insurance is more than if it was, like, oh, you know, a white really? one. Really? That's an old school thing, I think. I don't know if they do that anymore. But, uh, all right, let's do a podcast edition of What's Up, yeah, shall we? Let's. Hey. Yo, what's up? What's up, yo? Hey. What's up? What's up? With Tucker and Mora. Podcast edition. <laughs> Soon you're going to be able to roll up to McDonald's with your favorite vegan friend and say, What do you want? You want the McPlant combo? Who has a favorite vegan friend? <laughs> I do. I know people are vegan. Well, vegetarian as well. Yes. Yeah, but a favorite? Bundus. You usually have one. Do you have a That's favorite? That's true. <laughs> the one that I know is vegan is my favorite. <laughs> Could I get a uh, double McPlant uh, with a small fry? Yeah. This is coming. McDonald's has unveiled the McPlant line, which I think is really, really smart. Uh, because they're they're kind of like co-creating this with the Beyond Meat people, and they've given it their own name, the McPlant. Yeah, How I saw smart. this. You know what was funny is that McDonald's is being all ho hum and hush about uh, who they're working with mm. to develop the meatless patty. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Beyond Meat people are totally talking yes. about it because they want the prestige of being the one who developed oh the patty for McDonald's. You think of how many burgers that McDonald's sells, you know, every year. And if if the trend continues with people gravitating towards Beyond Meat, mm-hmm. I mean, they're in a prime position. That will be a lot of money for them. Like, I remember being at McDonald's and getting my daughter a, a milk, and it came out the window. I don't know if you've ordered milk from McDonald's lately for a kid. It's in, like, a McDonald's, like... It's like packaged in a McDonald's thing. You know, they're manufacturing their own milk. They manufacture their own, like, well, they, side ingredients. Do you know what I mean? Or they, they're contracting out a company who's putting that's their logo it. on and it. And I'm yeah. like, wow, that's crazy. Like, they're not, it's, I thought it was going to get a little, like, one of those half cartons. Yeah, yeah. But they do it on their own. So this is obviously something they're trying to do on their own with the Beyond Meat people. So they're going to have a McPlant burger. They're testing it in several markets as of next year. And they're also looking at McPlant nuggets. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I think nice to have options. They, d- they did test a meatless burger prior to this one. Um, mm. I think in Ontario it was around yeah. for a bit. And then they shelved it. And so maybe they weren't happy with uh, who they were working with at that point with, with the patty. And now... With Beyond Meat, they're like the name that everybody knows, right? I see so many people on Instagram posting pictures of themselves eating these Beyond Meat things. Or they're not Beyond Meat, they're just like, my diet is plant-based. And then you see them eating like plant-based wings, and there's no way that shit is healthy. I don't know. There's, oh, healthy. It, I mean, I bought uh, veggie burgers. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. Sodium is like, uh, I think they're, they're small burgers too, like 300 and change uh, milligrams of sodium per burger. Is that that's a lot? Or well, I don't if you even see know. the size of it, it seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. But you need all that salt in there to make it taste good, right? That's the downside of the Beyond Meat trend. That's what makes it tasty. Well, one thing's for sure: McDonald's doesn't really care about sodium content because yeah. <laughs> there's a hell of a lot of it in those fries. Yeah, but I do love McDonald's. Oof. Are you I had ready? some yesterday? I cashed in my Monopoly uh, winning pieces. Did you? Yeah. What'd you get? Small coffee. A medium fry and a cheeseburger, which I haven't had in about uh, 20 years. How was that? The cheeseburger. It's fine. Yeah? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. That's not my jam there. I like the chicken burgers. Mm. And I like the snack wraps. And uh, my, my go-to is Egg McMuffins. Me too. I love an Egg McMuffin. Are you ready for four things that can mess with your sense of taste and smell besides COVID-19? Isn't that the worst? 
for me, it's like if I have um, a sinus cold or something sure, like that. Sure, sure. Man. So the number one thing, another virus. Ah. You lose your sense of taste and smell. It can be a telltale sign of COVID, but it can also be uh, any sort of sinus respiratory infection, including the flu. Yeah, okay. No, so, <laughs> so you you want a little, like... All right, there you go. Thank you. Oh, single clap. I like it. Well, Bundes, <laughs> I think Bundes records the podcast on the same computer that he plays the applause oh, on. So. That's okay. I don't need applause. Yeah. Dental problems. Gum disease, my friends. Brush your freaking teeth. <laughs> you don't want to lose your sense of taste and smell. Yeah. I, the last time I lost my sense of taste, life was boring. Life sucked. It's a crazy how much enjoyment you get from flavor, okay? Okay, so this is this is really news for people who think they might have COVID because they've lost their sense of taste, but it could be related to something else, like bad oral hygiene. Yes. Okay, I like that. Here's one. Not getting enough nutrients. Oh, for just example, being malnourished? Being deficient in zinc can give you uh, a weakened sense of smell and can alter your taste buds. And then number four, a lot of people have this one, allergies. Yeah, yeah. If you get bad allergies and you're congested, congested, forget about it. Uh, you, you block your nose, your sense of taste changes. Gonzo. Like it, yeah, not completely, but a lot of it gone. There you go. Four there you things go. <laughs> that can mess with your sense of taste and smell. I'll tell you what messes with your sense of taste. What? Is um, like if you... So I'll sometimes pour a little bit of maple syrup in a glass and I'll mm. sip on it. Mm. It's like a little delicious treat. Yes. Man, you try and eat anything after drinking maple syrup, that's going to mess with your sense of taste. Because everything else tastes like crap? Like you've just, you know, every, for, yeah. I hear you. It's so sweet that it knocks everything else down to a point where, you know, forget about it. I've been having only, it's got to be minimum 70% dark chocolate. Yeah. And then I just the other day had one of my uh, daughter's Halloween candies. Didn't yeah. even taste like chocolate. I'm like, what is this? Now you get used to something. Yeah. It's like I'm used to Diet Coke now. And when I have regular Coke, it doesn't taste as good to me. Totally. Just because I'm used to it. But then, you know, most people would tell you Diet Coke tastes terrible compared to real Coke if they drink that all the time. Mm-hmm. Years later, she driving the Hummer. Niggas wow. hustle every day for a beat from Ye. What I do? Turn around, get them beats to J. And I'm rapping on a beast they were supposed to buy. I guess, guess I'm getting high from my own supply. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Made in America. Jay-Z, Frank Ocean, and Kanye West. Kanye. Yeah. A million hits in the web crashes. Damn. Thanks for checking out the podcast. And uh, don't forget to listen to us on Energy 95.3, Monday to Friday from 5.30 till 9. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.